Welcome to Let's Get Writing, the podcast that explores the creative process of writing from books, scripts, plays, and poems to songs and blogs. This series focuses on authors, publishers, and artists. Catherine's guests share their process of writing in all its forms. Listen along to discover the personal journeys behind their work. Explore options from indie to traditional publishing and learn tips and secrets to inspire you. Welcome to Let's Get Writing. Welcome to Let's Get Writing. I'm Catherine Musso. If you've ever thought that you had a book in your head or in your heart and wondered exactly what is the process to becoming a published author, well, that's what this series is all about. We want to help you get writing, and let's all get writing. And my <laughs> guest today is Natalie Finley. This is my first show of the season, Natalie, so you're number one. Ah, <laughs> thank you for having me. Let's hope we'll get you number one on the book list as there well. There we go. Sound good? <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming by, and um, this is a beautiful book uh, called Soul Steps, 52 Ways to Reconnect with Spirit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I must say that when I looked through the book and, and read it, and I know you, mm -hmm. um, that it was really so much about you and about a lot of the things that you believe in, mm -hmm. and I really enjoyed it. Oh, thank you for yeah. saying that. Yeah, it was really, really neat. But what I did notice, as well as yourself as one of the authors, you have two uh, other ladies who were involved in it. Yes. Um, I co-wrote this book with two good friends, uh, Veronica Connors, who lives in Cornerbrook, and Florence Strang, who lives in St. John's. But we met in 1997 mm -hmm. uh, when we were working in education. And at that time, uh, we would have these we started to have these really great conversations about personal growth, self-care, empowerment, how to really show up as you. And it was the glue of our friendship. So even when we went our separate ways, we continued to stay in touch and have, you know, maintained that for all of these years. So, yeah, it's, it, was, um, it was an honor to do this work with two friends who, have, who I share this vision with. Well, you know, I have to go back to, you said this was 1997, that, is that, that when you conceived went. the idea that you were going to do a book? Actually, no, uh, we met in 1997, mm -hmm. but it, this was actually Veronica's idea, um, and it, start, it was her idea about 10 years ago, so it didn't happen overnight. It was, uh, it was a process that just naturally unfolded, and we wrote when we felt it was right, and we took a rest when the time was right, and also life happened. You know, things happened in each of our lives where we, uh, it just wasn't a great time to be doing much of anything, uh, except perhaps self-care. Mm -hmm. um, but it was Veronica's idea, and she shared in one of our earlier interviews, and when we did a book launch, that um, she had a medical crisis, and following this, she said she had an epiphany of sorts mm -hmm. where she really got clear on where she wanted to focus her energy. And one thing that became very clear to her was that she wanted to write a book. And as this came to her, she very kindly invited myself and Florence to be part of the process. 
Interesting. And you know, writing a book, like you say, it is part of a process. And it, it does start with the idea. I think for many people, it feels at the very beginning like a mountain and, mm. and a bit intimidating. Mm -hmm. How is it going to happen? How are we going to get a book that people want to read? How will we all get our ideas together? So how, how did you guys start? I mean, I'm sure you got together maybe a glass of wine <laughs> and, 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 and you know, you came up with 52 ways, so I'm assuming it kind of goes with at one step a week? One step a week. week. Yeah. I, can't, I, I can't remember, I was trying to remember today why we chose a year, mm -hmm. uh, but it just feels perfect that we did that. And we were together maybe at my place, I'm the central mm -hmm. location for all of us. Um, so we would get, we would get together and someone, perhaps Veronica, had the idea that we would write 17 pieces each and then there would be one left over that we would either uh, write together or someone would take on. Um, we went away, we wrote our 17 pieces each. We came with little discussion of, really? we, ju we just went and mm -hmm. we knew it would be uh, a topic, a, a lesson that we had lived. Mm -hmm. um, a journey into our soul that we had taken as only we could have experienced it. And so when we came back, uh, the 17 pieces, there was very little overlap in the topics we had chosen because we're three um, unique individuals mm -hmm. uh, who show up as different people on this planet. And so our experiences have been different. The defining moments of our life, lives have been different. The common theme is that this be a book of personal growth, self-care, empowerment. Well, was it hard to put yourself forward in that manner? I mean, I, I know you have to speak for the other ladies, but um, when I was looking at the book and reading the little introductions for each of the authors, mm -hmm. you know, it, it was a very personal statement. Mm -hmm. and, it, and then as I read some of the steps, I thought, you had to speak about things you went through. Was, did you find that particularly hard to do? I mean, it's going out there. It's going out there. <laughs> it's in print. There's no way that I can claw this back. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. Um, I was probably the most intimidated by sharing mm -hmm. um, because I tend to be a very private person and um, share with, you know, my close friends. So I was perhaps the most challenged by this. Um, but somewhere along the way, I got out of my own way. And I thought, if this, if sharing this can help even one person, it is worth sharing. Because we say in the, um, our intention at the beginning of the book is that we have shared stories we wanted to hide from ourselves, from each other, from the world. But the reason we did that was not to shine a light on us, but with the hope and the intention or the desire that a reader would see themselves in that and know they were not alone, mm -hmm. that they were not, uh, this was not something that only they were experiencing, it was not necessary to feel stigmatized in any way, and that it was possible to move through it to the other side. Mm -hmm. So Natalie, um, give people a, a, an example of what a soul step is, and I mean that's what you chose for the name and that is 52 reasons why it was chosen <laughs> inside. Give us an example so, so viewers can understand a little bit more about okay. that. Okay, yeah, and we, we get this question a lot. Um, this book, so a soul step to me, 
um, and I hope I re represent Florence and Veronica as I say this, but to me, when I'm asked what is a soul step, mm -hmm. I say my soul steps are the defining moments of my life. They are the high points of my life. They are the low points of my life. So sometimes I shared joy, like uh, I'm an animal lover. So what I learned from adopting a great little puppy and what he brought into my life and how much we can learn from, from animals. Um, sometimes I shared stories that were more difficult and more personal, um, like self-worth issues, anxiety, depression. Um, but it was true. And I sat with every piece and asked, could this be of service? Mm -hmm. And if it did feel like it might resonate, I let it go and released it. So a soul step, for example, one of mine uh, called soul power is about stepping into your truth, who you really are. And in March 2008, I really got a wake-up call from life uh, when I developed a case of shingles. Mm -hmm. And I was quarantined, basically, <laughs> in the house. And I remember going out to the back patio and just sitting there and feeling the stillness of that. And uh, there was a clarity that things had to change. And I saw how I had, com how I had compromised... Uh, my, not only my sense of self mm -hmm. in certain situations, but also in doing that, I had also compromised my immune system. And uh, so what I learned from that was whatever is happening outside of me in a particular environment or with a particular person, I still get to choose how I carry myself in that situation. And my intention or desire is that I carry myself with a sense of dignity and grace and truth, mm -hmm. that I am me. And you know, for someone reading that who might say, oh, well, I, you know, I felt that way. Mm -hmm. You go a little farther too. You have some exercises that they can do to explore how they feel, why they feel this way, maybe clear some of that energy. Yes. And those are those, um, each, each step that you have has a section like that. Yes. Yeah. We, um, we chose to include a workbook section because um, in our fields we work as uh, coaches and counselors, healers, educators, and so we have worked with clients, uh, many clients, in this field of uh, self-care, self-development, personal empowerment. And these are some of the strategies that we have used, not only in our own lives, but in, uh, as we have worked with uh, other people, men and women, and they, uh, they seem to help create a shift in perspective mm -hmm. and a level of healing. So uh, we feel this is a really good way for a reader to make the piece their own, to consider how this may be playing out in their own lives. Interesting. So what category? Where, 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 did you, where do you see this fitting? I mean, if you go to a bookstore today, there's self-help and mm -hmm. there are probably other names for it. Yes. Um, where exactly did you see that book fitting? Well, to share something really, really nice, uh, we are on Amazon mm -hmm. and uh, we released the book in mid-July and uh, just three weeks into the release on Amazon, we became number one 
in the self-help spiritual development category. I was thinking spiritual <laughs> development. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's where we are, spiritual development and uh, self-care. And that's sort of really where you went right from the whole concept. Are all of you in that type of profession, um, self-help, or, or where do you fit in? Well, I have a, a day job mm -hmm. <laughs> right now where I work in education. I continue to work in education so as a speech-language pathologist. But, uh, so I consider myself an educator, uh, but I also work as a coach and uh, a mind-body-soul coach. So looking at healing, uh, a holistic approach to healing. And that has been a really, um, it's been a really nice energy exchange for me to work with people who have that same vision. Florence uh, works in education and she's an educational psychologist with her practice. And Veronica also is a spiritual life coach and has done uh, much of this work with clients as well. So, so all three of you really have had a great deal of experience. Perhaps that's why the book flows so well. I hope so. Um, it seems like really we have been, I, I, have, I feel so grateful for the kindness, uh, for, the, for the response that we have received. Um, you know, uh, we have a Facebook page and it's become a, like a Soul Steps community where really this conversation is growing and growing and growing. And the feedback really has been very kind. It seems to be, um, actually I just got a text message last night from a reader who said that because we share things that were so personal, mm -hmm. uh, it make, makes it very relatable and that it was a real game changer for her to, to be able to read a book and feel that level of connection. How about sharing the Facebook page with us in case anyone might, might like to go there? Yes, well the, uh, the Facebook page is the same as the book title. So it's Soul Steps, 52 Ways to Reconnect with Spirit. And uh, you just go in, like us, join us, uh, share if you feel it might be helpful to someone. And in the new year, in January, uh, Veronica, Florence, and myself will be doing um, an online book club where uh, it's going to run over a year. It's, uh, you just come in for a half hour, uh, join us on, on a night, and one of us will take you through a step and through some of the exercises. Nice. Yeah. So this brings me back to the whole process of writing and promoting a book. Mm -hmm. Actually, this would be one of your tools using social media. Yes. Mm -hmm. Social media has been, is a great, like, it's a great platform when your intention is clear. When you go on there, and I had to get very clear on how I wanted mm -hmm. to use it. So Facebook has been actually very kind to Soul Steps, and it has helped us build a really interactive community. Um, yeah, social media is, is important in getting this work out there. Did you have any other ideas of how you're promoting, this being one of them? Yes, th <laughs> and thank is, you you're for that. You're very welcome. Uh, this is why the show was here, because so often writers can't find a place to have a voice, and I think sharing the process of, of going through this is so important. But any other things that you've done? Have you done book signings? Yes, we had a launch this summer in Woody Point. Uh, three of us were there, Veronica, Florence, and myself, and uh, our family and friends joined us, and other people uh, joined us. We had beautiful music and a book signing afterwards. Um, we promote through uh, We've been asked, but you know, by the local support here in Grand Falls, Windsor, in Central, mm -hmm. has been amazing because there are many businesses here who are actually carrying the book. Uh, in Botwood, my friend is carrying the book, 
in Robert's Armour Friends. So the local support has been fantastic as well. And uh, word of mouth, mm -hmm. you know? Because Natalie, when people write a book, that is one big job. Oh, yeah. But then once you actually get the book in your hands, the other job is to get it to the readers. Did you, what kind of um, choices did you make when it came to how are we going to publish? This book um, came to publication uh, through Florence's association with uh, DRC, a beautiful Newfoundland publishing company. And Florence had actually already uh, written a book uh, and published with DRC called Autism Mom. And um, I think, I believe that's the one that's with DRC. And so Florence had that connection and she contacted DRC and uh, they, met, they met with us and wanted to sign a contract with us. So it's been, it's been a really nice you know, relationship. It, it flowed smoothly. Did you have the book um, prior to signing the contract? Then? Yes. You did? Yeah. The book was basically done. Um, you know, the content, the idea, the, the outline of the book. Mm -hmm. All of this was done by us. We had a clear vision, the three of us, of how we wanted this to flow and what we wanted it to look like inside the covers. Mm -hmm. so, um, so when we went to DRC, the process became uh, re-editing. And I think in, we signed with DRC uh, in November of one year, and it took over a year to go to print finally because we did so many rounds of editing. Really? You're just hammering out the nuts and bolts and getting mm -hmm. rid of words you don't need and getting clearer on how can I say this in a way that will connect or resonate with someone. So editing can be <laughs> a very timely process, but it is so worth it. Like, I'm so glad that, I think we did 10 rounds of edits. Really? Uh, since that, so, but it's, it's worth it. I have to ask, after you did all those edits and had the book, yes. did, did you open it up and see something you didn't see? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I just want to know if you're human, because really isn't that so often what happens? Oh my gosh, yeah. Catherine. Yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> and uh, uh, we looked inside. I looked at, we were all in different places and looked inside. And it's really funny or, or not funny because you look inside and I know in my own pieces I saw some typos and I was like, it's, and it's stuff that you didn't catch. Mm -hmm. It's just because your right. brain is so yeah. used to reading it that mm -hmm. when you look at the page, you think you're seeing what your intention is or, you know, but so there's some little, little errors like this. Uh, but only a few, which is great. Yeah. And that's what second editions are for, because you know you're going to go there. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. How about online? Is the book also available as an e-book? Not yet, but that is something that we can certainly explore. Right now online, it's available Amazon.ca, Amazon.com. In St. John's, you can get it at Chapters or Kohl's or Costco. Um, it's carried by some, some businesses in Cornerbrook and on the Buren Peninsula and different places here in Central. So Natalie, did your publishing company look after all that for you? Are they doing the distribution or are you involved with it? Both. Uh, we are working, uh, both of us. Um, they have connections with, with uh, I guess, a certain uh, element of that industry, like down home. And so they have their connections and look after, like the, when there's an order on Amazon, they fill the order. Um, but we also have, we've also branched out 
and I've been uh, stepping into the business side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Did, gr- growing that way. <laughs> well, you know, really these days, the way the marketplace is, and I think the way publishers feel, is they really want authors to mm-hmm. be hands-on with this because it's very, very competitive. Yes. Um, you know, books are out there. People have a lot of choices. A, a lot of people are moving to e-readers. Yes. Um, there are a lot of people who still like to have the book in their hands. I And I'm one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, like, Kindle and e-stuff, so... That's another way, certainly, for us to explore getting this this message out to people. Yeah, you know, it's a huge market. If you think of Hay House, it's one, oh, yeah. that, one that comes to mind. Louise Hay started that back, I think, when she was almost 60 years old. Mm-hmm. And she passed away recently. Yes. I think it might have been last year. Yeah. Um, it was phenomenal what she had done just yes. through that spiritual self-help genre. Because prior to that... Um, it was pretty textbooky. Yes. It really was. Yep. And then it seemed to just flourish and open up. Yes. Mm-hmm. It became more accessible, I think. I think the language changed in a way, like you said, from textbook to real life. So you have the same concepts, but yeah, Louise Hay, she's a groundbreaker, you know, in really helping change the way we, we share uh, important lessons uh, for your own personal empowerment. Well, really, Natalie, I think a lot of people are looking. I mean, if you were to say, if you wanted to write a book for a market, Mm -hmm. I think this is a huge market. So many people these days feel the pressure of not enough time, uh, no way to turn off, Mm -hmm. tune out. Yes. (laughs) It's just there all the time on cell phones. And really, if you don't consciously make a decision to turn something off, it's not going to go off. No. And I I think a lot of people feel that kind of pressure. Yes. So they're looking for ways to uh, find steps that they can help themselves. Um, relax, get rid of a bit of stress, Yeah. breathe, even. breathe, breathe. Even. <laughs> yeah, we have our breath all the time, it's just how do we use it, <laughs> yeah, so um, this is really meant to be, I mean, a guide, uh, there is no manual for how to live your best life, but there are guides out there, and uh, our intention is that Soul Steps be one of those guides to help you maneuver <laughs> and navigate, mm-hmm. uh, you know, your journey on this planet. What were some of the more challenging parts of the book? I know you mentioned sharing personal stories. Mm-hmm. Was there anything else that came, came up along that journey? Um, yeah, it is very interesting to work with two of your closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> And I will, I, Veronica, uh, I will say, shared this at the launch, and it was so true. Um, you know, she said, if you want to challenge your soul, uh, consider writing a book and then inviting two of your friends to write this book with you. And if you really want to challenge your soul, take 10 years to write this book with two of your friends. <laughs> so, um, you know, there was compromise. There was uh, learning to be an independent voice within a within a cohesive project. Um, And 
just uh, just the, the mutual respect mm -hmm. that uh, you must maintain in order to be in a place of love so that what you share is actually true, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? And uh, it was about honoring each other even through the difficult times and the disagreements mm -hmm. that come with that. Because three very unique and strong individuals are gonna have differences of opinion. And that's healthy, it's so good to explore that, but to do it in a way that uh, helps you move out through the other side in a better place. So would you do it again? Would you write a book with other people? I, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't mean to <laughs> say that to put you in, in a position because I feel like you, you will write other books, but do, do you think you would even branch out to write on your own? Is it something, or did you find the power of your partners helped you tremendously and it's something you would only ever pursue? I think that's a really beautiful question um, because writing uh, can be scary and exciting at the same time. Mm -hmm. So for me, writing it with two friends was kind of a cocoon where you could share ideas and run your pieces by each other and uh, have that safety and honesty and know whatever was said was coming from a place of support. So that was a really nice way for me to begin. And um, I trust that whatever happens next, whether it be a book with other people or that I branch it on my own, I just trust I'll be guided mm -hmm. and I'll follow that. Yeah, well, writing itself can be a very isolating process. Yes. As you know, even writing with uh, two other people, you still have to sit down yourself yeah. and begin yes. and, and get it done. And that generally has to be you yes. and I think computer, but is that how you work with a computer or, or with a pen? Yeah, computer. computer. And I, I would just say to my husband, I'm going, I'm going in the bedroom because I like to work on, on the bed. And I would close the door and probably, and I would light a candle and light some incense and get re into really comfy clothes. And I would sit there with my laptop and I would be in there for hours and be in my own space. And then you'd come out and take a break. But it is uh, very isolating. And I know that we all had to do that. Uh, so it was nice that at different like times we would come together and have a writing weekend, mm -hmm. you know, and you could have uh, a drink or snacks or a laugh. And then we would all be, there's a picture of us all in the living room at my house where we are writing together. So uh, it just happened away in our computer, each in our own space, but together <laughs> as we were doing it. Nice. Yeah. You know, how, how did you come up with your, even things like, the color green mm -hmm. um, and the way it was designed. Did you have input into that or was it strictly taken over by the publisher? That was all ours. Um, I have to say Veronica has a great eye for creativity and beauty. And um, so she had this vision that the book would be this beautiful emerald green. And um, for me, uh, like green, if you look at uh, energy healing, mm -hmm. is the color of the heart chakra and healing and uh, the vibration of uh, joy and peace. And uh, the title evolved through a conversation with myself and Veronica. So it was a process we took on together. Well, you know, it's a beautiful process and a beautiful book. And I, I just want to thank you so much for sitting down. I think we could talk for days. <laughs> I know we both can talk. Yes. And on topics like this, we could. For sure. But Soul Steps and uh, a beautiful book to reconnect the spirit. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you so much for thank being you part of for the show. Thank you for having us here. Pleasure. Okay. <laughs>
Thanks so much for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So please let us know what you thought of this episode and share your ideas for future guests or topics. You can email us at letsgetwriting at katherinetaylor.ca. Don't forget to subscribe and even leave a review. If you love this episode, share it with a friend. Until next time, believe in yourself and let's get writing.